my god, I'm late for the 8.35 to beer town. Whatever will I do? Uber? Jet ski? Do you think I should catch a ride with that old man who pulled up to the side of the road and offered me sweets through his window? No. Forget public transport. Forget unwanted chocolate advances. Look around you. You're already here. It's the Logalogs point of view with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom. He's Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello, Tom. That was beautiful. Yes. Episode three is upon us and we're completing the trilogy tonight. I know what you're thinking. Will there be incestual sex and people thinking they were out but being pulled back in regardless? Who knows? But what I can promise is not to run for 162 minutes. That would be exhausting. Plus, I, I forgot my headband. Stu. How are you, buddy? Anything to mention regarding your recent conversion to Scientology? See, I almost had something to go with there. They threw Scientology in the end. Is that like, man? I, I'm not that did quick you, to think. Did you not want people knowing about that? Is that something I'm, you'd I'm rather... trying just to get to the next level, my friends. <laughs> I just need to get just need to get you, your partner, your family in on this scheme. Then we climb this pyramid together. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds like a plan. I'm in. Uh, there's beer. In. There's, there's going to be beer tonight. Uh, the severe lack of UFOs uh, tonight, unfortunately, guys. Um, I'm doing okay. Yeah, if aye. Anyone cares. But, aye. You're, yeah. like, you're good. You're holding up. Well, not really. I've been struck with a nasty case of conjunctivitis. Ah, you look a bit I rough. Just, yeah, I do. Uh, well, thanks Thanks for saying. Uh, I just thought yep. I'd been sniffing holes I shouldn't have again. What can I say? Um. Just a real sucker for Swiss cheese, but hanging on in there, Stu, buddy, we've had an interesting week. We've got a pretty special event we're attending mm-hmm. on, uh, well, the listeners will be hearing this as Too we late. attend, if everything goes yeah. to plan, and I was going to ask you if you wanted to fill everybody in with what we were doing and what they can do to possibly be in with a chance to meet their idols, but too late, listeners, you blew it. You should be bootlegging the show like a proper diehard fan would. What are we doing against you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, we're going to be uh, taking part in a virtual beer tasting. This is nothing organized by us. We've just bought a couple of tickets to join in on the fun. Yeah, so uh, it's hosted by um, guys local to you, Stu. Am, mm-hmm. am I right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, only way I could describe it is sort of like a Facebook group that uh, combines a love of beer and comics. Uh, awesome. Going by the title of the Brew Gooders. Awesome. So we got like uh, we got a few beer or a bit of beer tasting going on, a bit of quizzing going on. Should mm-hmm. be a nice little meet and greet, I would think, with some like-minded uh, fellows. So yeah. Um, but less about that, more about tonight. Very interesting combo. I can't oh, believe it's yes. not bitter, but it is. So that's a, a redundant tagline. Uh, Melanie Sykes' favourite beer, and one of mine too, Boddington's. Uh, we've got the classic draft cans this evening to enjoy. Uh, and also a bit of a new experience for the show, a fruit lager made by Copperberg. Yes. Are these uh, both new experiences for you tonight, babe? Definitely, Pickle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, obviously Boddy's uh, is one of my favourites, but the Kopberg is, uh, yeah, completely brand new to me, so looking forward to jumping in. So, I mean, seeing as uh, the Boddy's is the tamer of the two in terms of flavour, I thought we'd jump uh, on that one first, if that's okay ah. with you. Okay. Um, let's do it. We'd crack this bad boy. Are you ready? You look... I feel like this is like the first tin of the Lager Logs. Isn't it? it is, it is. You're right, you're yeah. right. 
I could tell it's also got like the little counterweight inside it. Got the widget inside, yeah. yeah. We're, so we're uh, we're breaking new ground tonight, but I'm just gonna try and get this. Ooh. Oh god, I'm... Bank, fuck my house never blew up there. <laughs> you know, like that one gag on The Simpsons where they <laughs> shake the tin of duff so hard and it fucking kills Homer. Trying to uh, yeah, make sure we uh, we got that. Um for the show, for the for the listeners' ears, for the for the pleasure. Um look forward to this man. This has been in the uh, the fridge for about seventy two hours now. So I think this is gonna go down very well. Mm-hmm. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Smooth. Yeah, there's no harshness whatsoever. Mm. And, like to the point where I almost questioned, is is this flat? <laughs> <laughs> it's in a tin. It's not flat, no, buddy. It's uh, it's just very smoothy, smoothy. <laughs> it tastes like a smoothie. Very smooth, very creamy. Uh, man, just hits the spot like silk. This is a go-to of mine. Um. The best pint of beer I ever had in my life to this day was in the Rover's Return, uh, Madame Two Swords, Blackpool. And I remember it being one of those weird, warm and windy days. And mm-hmm. me and my pals had been drinking all morning, had a break to check out the sights and sounds of, of the Waxwork Museum, you know, as you do. That's where all the chicks hang out. Uh, and like an oasis in the middle of the desert, there it was, Boddington's on draft about halfway mm-hmm. through the building. Exception. Exceptional. Um, although Kembalo would not leave me alone, uh, <laughs> while, while I was trying to enjoy my pie, um, yeah, a uh, magnificent day. Got invited into a council flat lesbian dance off a bit later, but that's a story for another day and, and, and another show, probably. Aye. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, here we are. Bonington's draft bitter, the cream of Manchester, standing at a healthy 3.5%. It was actually one of the first beers to come with, as you said, uh, Stu, the widget, the little ball inside the can, which um, agitates the surrounding beer when opened and results in more bubbles. Science. Uh, Bonnet's mm-hmm. Bitter was introduced in 1971, brewed at Strangeways Brewery, and was the highest-selling can bitter in the UK from 1992 until 2000, and in 1993 began to be officially exported uh, overseas. There is an export version at a much higher 4.6% that was only made, um, was only briefly made available in the UK in the mid 90s, sadly. Um, the cask version is supposed to be amazing, um, apparently, and uh, supposedly a tad more flavoursome. Okay, so let's just stop right there. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Um, and jump into Last Beers Watched. Stu, what's been happening in Beerland for you this week, dude? <laughs> I had a couple of visits to, to to the old beer town this week. Oh yeah, my usual pit stop with Stuart Brewery. This week I sampled the uh, Holyrood Pale Ale. Mm, how was that? Was very nice. Awesome. Just kind of like what you want out of a, a nice pale ale, just strong bitterness, bit bubbly, and yeah, went down a treat. Mm. A few nights later, I, I think, was sitting watching Raisin Arizona. 
and decided to cool. further their experience by having a Stuart Brewery's Stuart's Craft Lager. Ooh, okay. How was and it, dude? It, it was not bad. It was just kind of just a a crisp lager. Probably, maybe a little bit. I'm only going by recent comparison, comparing it to like Hop House Lager. That ah, probably that. a bit smoother. This was a little bit more better, a bit coarser to drink. But mm. outside of that, uh, whilst podcasting for films and swearing, covering <laughs> The Rock from yeah. 1996, I decided oh, yeah. to crack open the McEwen's champion. <laughs> that was a silly, silly thing to do. <laughs> At the beginning of our podcast, like, yes, let's uh, sink this lovely, what was it, 7% volume <laughs> beer. Hell and yeah, dude. It was, that's a dark, dark beer. Oh, that was poor out. It's like, oh, it's only described as premium beer. It's like, this is dark as fuck. <laughs> You're onto but, something special with that one, dude. And it was, it was like, I've said it 10 times tonight already, but it was smooth. Like, yeah. That Surprisingly was smooth, yeah. So, like, such a fucking joy to drink. There was oh man, really glad you liked no it. No effort. You've had that in your fridge for I think the past what, fourteen months. As it oh, has totally. it came with the house. Sure it's, it's fermented by, yeah. by by now. It was like syrup pouring out that bowl, <laughs> and literally, I had a good drink of that, and then spent the next two and a half hours just talking shit on yep. my podcast. Literally, it's like. Struggling to say the names like Sean Connery, Nicholas Cage, Ed Harris. You would think being on the Scotch Isle, you know, Scotch names would be a lot easier for you to pronounce. I don't know. Nothing to do with the fact that you are, you know, Scottish. Just, yes. You know. I started the podcast with a Sean Connery impression and my co-host <laughs> could only describe it as pirate slash Irish. Isn't that you just speaking? I'm confused. It's not at all, Tom. <laughs> a little bit different. A little bit different. <laughs> Sir Sean, back from the ditch. Here with an open hand slap to your cheeky cutty comments. <laughs> all right, Sean, calm down. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was possessed for a moment there. Jesus. It's getting I think scary he's now. gone. I'm literally oh. shaking my boots. Jeez Louise. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Doctor, no. <laughs> Right, so, uh, you know, although you enjoyed the brewski, definitely a lesson learned. Yes, uh, totally, that, that's the, the after podcast beer. As we said, like it was the, the 7% volume, so how we like to describe it as the sleepy beer. Yeah, definitely. So that so, was like taking the hand, a handful of cocoa and a couple swigs of whiskey. Is it right now trying to have an intelligent conversation? It's like, no, sir, we're going down. We're try, going down to sleep try to, down. try to stay awake after, uh, you know, off, uh, no, off a bottle of that. It's always a difficult no task. Don't cut yet. Stay awake. <laughs> That's going to take a long time. Jeez. All right, that sounds a pretty pretty good week, buddy. Um, yes. Awesome, dude. I've had a couple of interesting ones myself. Uh, I've got my Bir- Birmingham Brewing Co. Brewskies, Ooh. which I'd like to discuss in our next segment. Or our yeah next segment. So stay tuned for that, listeners. Um, but before them, I managed to sample uh, last weekend. I did it. I tracked down the OG Hazy from BrewDog. Ooh. Ooh. No, what was the the volume on that one again? Uh, so OG. that was 
back to like the seven point three, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I paired that up with a couple of um, Love and Hate IPAs, another New England IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the the stronger Hazy Jane doesn't lose any of the flavour for me. Uh, still rocking that sort of fruit taste. Just got a bit more of a bite to it. Lovely stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Love and Hate IPA made by Vocation Brewery. Quite strong as well. I think another seven percenter. Not bad at all. Maybe um, a bit more of a citrus tone to it. Yeah. Uh, maybe a bit more of a, a sharpness to it. Pretty good. Might have another go on it on its own to really experience the flavor a bit more. Um, but definitely, uh, you know, the OG mm-hmm. was the winner for me. Um, so awesome that that's kind of uh, what's what's quite easy to track down. Uh, so that'll be kind of what I'm I'm sticking to compared to the the weaker one. Uh, sunk a couple of bottles of bass on Wednesday, I think, which was uh, nice to find in the supermarket. One of the many I hit on my beer hunt quest for the show, always the highlight of my week. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing research. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's one I've had a few times in the past. It's it's cheap and cheerful. Uh, it's a sweet best bitter with a nice strength at 4.4%. Quite smooth. Yeah. Great stuff. I always thought it was a local brewski in my head, but it's actually made uh, in Burton-on-Trent. Um, but yes, yeah, one you don't find that often, so it was awesome to come across it. Um, but that was about it for now, for me. Um, what are you thinking about the Bontons in, bud? Where's your, where's your head's head at with it? It's fucking gone. It's just... I feel like I'm just drinking water. Yeah, so easy Ugh. to drink. I mean, it's one of my go-to session bitters um, alongside Worthington's, John Smith's, Spellhaven. Really easy to drink. Love the taste of the creaminess. Bodies, fangirl for mm. life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Right, okay. So, our second beer of the night, which I'm looking forward to, is Copperberg Premium mm. Fruit Lager Fruit Lager Lemon and lime, alcohol, 5.0% vol, which, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something that I think we spoke about fruit lagers a lot. Well, not a lot, but we <laughs> spoke about kind of maybe it's not or something, a category of beer that we don't often uh, participate um, in or we don't kind of, you know, tend to um, pick up a lot, tend to uh, investigate a lot would be a... <laughs> would be a kind of a better phrase. Um, but I'm looking forward to this. So I think it's going to be um, a bit of a different experience. Yes. We, we shall see. Let's just crack it open. Let's thank the wheel for these choices. <laughs> the wheel, uh, I think the wheel did us, I mean, so far, the wheel uh, did us pretty well, I think, this week. <laughs> One last swig of bodies. Last shot of bodies. I've been, uh, you know, very disappointed in myself the last couple of episodes, not being able to, you know, finish a bottle and in uh, in the yeah. required time frame. <laughs> right here we go. Are you, uh, you, you ready to go ready for to, a to rock? Go for it, big guy. But it's just it really nice. Yeah, getting, getting, definitely getting a lot of uh, lemon and lime vibes to it. Totally, it's definitely like this is gonna be the hard thing. Is like this should be cider, shouldn't it? Yeah, I, now, I mean, but... it's a bit of a yeah. It's throwing me a little bit. Um, the, the smell as 
Well, let's dive in. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Doesn't taste like lacquer <laughs> at all. Hmm. Just, <laughs> just sitting here in silence, trying to, trying to take it all in. Hmm. Yeah, I'm yes. definitely not getting any kind of lager vibes. It just tastes almost like um, I'm not even getting cider vibes. It tastes a bit yeah. flat, not very fizzy, mm-hmm. smooth. If anything, I'm getting kind of shandy, shandy vibes to it, but a lot less kind of um, yeah, it's, I say like, a lot less fizzy. We're just drinking lemonade. It does taste like kind of a kind of flat, kind of alcoholic lemonade uh, at the moment to me. Well, I decide whether I like that or not. Um, <laughs> here we go. Cobberg Fruit Lager, standing at a solid 5%. This bad boy was launched in, I believe, 2016, although I've personally never come across it until hunting it down for tonight. Um, not going to dive too deep into Copperberg's backstory as they primarily make cider, and this isn't a Granny Smith podcast, goddammit. So, yeah, <laughs> Copperberg is a small town in Sweden. Shout out to my boy Kenny B., uh, the cider was first introduced into the UK in 2003, and they tend to stray from the beaten fermented apple juice path a lot of the time with stuff like rhubarb cider, rosé cider, uh, and what we're drinking tonight, lemon and lime lager. Um, Shu, are you a big cider drinker yourself? I think, like, back in the day where I always found beer a bit too bitter, and I always kind of just wanting something like, oh, I just want to get drunk off of, like, diluted juice. Cider would be like that nice middle ground. You ran out of book fast. <laughs> I, that's the thing. I've, I've, I've always... Oh, something you don't want to dance with. Because when you go down that path, it's a path of no return. You'll be break dancing for, for, for sure. For sure. Um, but, yeah, Copperberg was like kind of your go-to cider if you was like, right, we're going to, to Spoons. We're yeah. going to be there all night. And it's just having a bunch of cider and Copperberg was just kind of the go-to. It was the big fancy name at the time. It's always the one you see a lot, isn't it? Like, um, Mm -hmm. kind of, as I say, like, yeah, and like Weatherspoons and most pubs. And I think it's one of the, like, cider drinkers in my life. People that I've known have have always kind of been, uh, had a, uh, uh, you know, Copperberg's kind of been their their, their go-to cider, really. So Mm -hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely popular. It's just not something I've really kind of been, it's ever appealed to my uh, taste buds, um, really, to be honest. But yeah, this is not going down too badly <laughs> at the moment. I'm still uh, it, still very unsure. It's a mystery. It is. It is. You're, yeah, I think you nailed it when you said it. it's kind of like a shandy. That's the vibes. Yeah, that's the vibes I'm getting, and I, and I do, I do, uh, yeah, I do a lot of shandy, and I think it's, um, yeah. I think the lack of the lack of fizz is just kind of uh, throwing me um, a little bit. So uh, okay, let's uh, let's dive into the the next topic. Um, you asked for it. I was neutral on it. She was a please no on it. Not again. It's <laughs> listeners' questions. So not more. First up to bat, we have Goot Gootery, nineteen eighty nine. Very good year. He asks. Which local beer has, well, has wait, been wait. your favourite so far to try? Sorry, what was that name again? It was uh, 
Guthrie, nineteen eighty nine. I think he might be might be Dutch. Guthrie, G U T H. Yeah. R I E. R I E. Yeah. Guthrie. Yeah. That you know that for for sure though, because it sounds like you know for certain. I I know that guy. Oh. So it's definitely not Uh, Steve Gutenberg. I thought it might be. I was like, holy shit, Mahoney! (laughs) Mahoney's here! Cocoon! I thought there was one in the oven, dude. Um... (laughs) 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 Right, Stu, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let's just, let's get over, you know, semantics. Let's, let's just dive in. Let's, Stu, I'm gonna pass the bat on to you. And, um, yeah, I know, obviously, you're kind of very, uh, very into your local brewskis at the moment uh particularly the past the past few months you've kind of been sinking a lot so mm-hmm. what's what's been your what's been your favorite so far kind of highs lows everything in between uh, well let's see i've got two answers mm. when it comes to local sort of like craft brew uh, craft beer or, or local breweries and fife there seems to be a, like a, a good maybe uh, five to ten going on in Fife itself. So it's crazy only, that is. It's crazy I've that is. Only really managed to kind of tackle two, mm. and thanks to the Brew Gooders event next week, we'll be able to yeah. uh, sample some beers, and that's from two other breweries that I haven't tried. But really look forward to it. Really look forward to it, man. Uh, I just find it amazing that there's so many kind of breweries or local brewers kind of in such a you know uh, in such a small area like it's it's kind of exactly. crazy to me which but it's but it's awesome i mean there's so much kind of uh available to have a mm-hmm. go on it's awesome so my first one would be a uh, cool brewing where like we've mentioned them seven several times on the podcast they deserve uh, it they deserve they it are always kind of there when it's like little artisan uh festivals like little food stalls or farmers markets they always tend to be there with like a, a selection of of beer and initially i was never impressed with the the lager they did because that's what i started with i was always drinking lagers because it was the easiest thing for me to handle the mm. thoughts of ipas and and stouts was just like oh no that's that's fucking next level stuff i just need lager i'm sorry lads just the lager please <laughs> um but I've definitely grown to love uh, their pale ale, which was uh, titled uh, Baby Badger. I remember you talking about this one, yeah. And uh, the, the evolution, the, the IPA, which they called uh, Source Code. Hmm. And uh, Source Code was like the first drink I had in my new house, like after. Ah, nice. Moved all the furniture and we're settled, just sat down, and you're like, oh. Okay, right, let's watch Django Unchained and just crack <laughs> off a beer for the that's, fridge. I mean, that's the film to watch, you know, so, at, at a housewarming party, definitely. Definitely, the source code was really better. It was definitely for, like, an IPA. It had a, an extra kick to it. But mm. it just after, like, a kind of a hard day's graft of just shifted furniture, packing boxes, oh, yeah. it was just the fucking treat. And... Then towards the end of last year, I also picked up like a, a gift box from uh, Overton. No, Ovenston. Mm. Overton's another one. Uh, Ovenston, a uh, 103 brewery. And they were the guys that would uh, have the 
the bottles with the, the, the blurb on the back that sound as if they were written by yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, those guys. I remember those guys. Yeah. Aye. and I'm taking them to court. They're, uh, <laughs> yeah. Proceedings to... uh, are definitely happening. And to be honest, they were actually nice. It was definitely it was a different uh, style of beer itself. They were going for the real proper like bitters, uh, golden ale, and um, style of beer. It was definitely a lot more bitter, strong beer. Mm. But it, there was just that nice crispness, crispness, not Christmas, yeah, to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the fruit lager's taking hold. <laughs> oh, fruit lager. You naughty beer. Getting weird, dude. I think I think it's <laughs> awesome because I think like as uh the shows obviously progressed, I think you got a bit more accustomed to darker beers and got a bit more kind of interested in darker beers. And it's great that you've had kind of um the local uh, or the local kind of uh, breweries uh, I've got you back, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to hook you up with uh, kind of what what you're looking for, which is uh, which is awesome. Yeah, and that's it. Even like the through this uh, Brew Gooders event, Cool Brewing were, were more than happy to hook you up as well as me Shout out. with some beer for next yeah. week. Real nice guys, real nice so. guys. We look forward to, uh, to next week. And obviously once... Uh, we've attended we'll be uh, reporting back here with all the with all the gossip from the night uh, ideally so uh ideally Stu's gonna do all the talking in, in, a, in, in, in a perfect world and uh, so we're, we've, we've, we've already decided <laughs> i've been given a list of things i can't say by Stu already he's, he's passed that pass it over to me so uh i'm gonna yeah. give you a hand signal throughout the oh, night uh, i'm gonna be on my best behavior <laughs> And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. All right, man. Awesome. Um, on what my about end, you? yeah, on my end. Uh, so I passed by. I mean, you make me feel terrible with all the local brews you're always sinking into. So I thought I'll, I'll check out what's available. Um, you know, uh, on my side uh, of the uh, of the world. Um, so yeah, I passed by the Birmingham Brewing Company's line in the supermarket a few times, mm-hmm. and I thought this week I'd finally jump onto it, Tonto. And take the plunge. Yeah, um, handful of cans. Yeah, really, 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 I really like the design of the cans. You know, they're uh, not too fussy. They're kind of simple and to the point. All color coded, depending yeah. depending on what on what brew it is. Um, they do say all their beers are vegan and gluten free on the cans, so it's an uphill battle already on trying to win me over. Um, no, uh, fair, I want this tested on fair, animals. Fair. <laughs> No I want animals. to see them pour on the IPA doing the sheep smooth. No animals are on the making of it. I'm just not interested. Um, but yeah, I no, want to see a cat drinking stouts. <laughs> Make it happen. I'm gagging for it. Uh, no, uh, fairly priced. Got four for six pounds. Um, bag the citrus pale ale, the triple hot bitter, the Indian pale ale, and the oatmeal stout. So a nice kind of variation. Um, Oh, a nice kind of varied group of beers, and I gotta say they're they're okay. No big flavors for me. The um, the triple hot bitter I was most looking forward to because it sounded really intriguing, like it would be some sort of hybrid between a bitter and an IPA. But yeah. it just tasted like a really solid IPA to me. Mm-hmm. Um, their actual India Pale Ale was about six percent, and that was that was nice. It did have a 
crisp, strong back end to it, kind of stuck out a little from the pack. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the citrus pale ale has kind of vanished from my mind a little, unfortunately. Um, again, not not particularly distinct, but you know, very solid for what it was. Um, but the stout was probably the winner in my eyes. Um, again, no big flavors, but just a nice, smooth stout with with the, with the consistency of a bitter. It was kind of odd, right. but like I, I really dug it. Um, it didn't have that kind of that creaminess or that kind of um, you know you, you expect your stout to kind of be like a thin. lighter stout. Yeah, like a lighter stout, definitely. Yeah, it, was, like, it was really odd. It was it wasn't too kind of wasn't too um, flavoursome. It was just kind of nice, like really smooth, and um, yeah, it was um, kind of odd, but but I dug it. So they've got a a lager which I didn't try, which I'm definitely gonna track down to have a go on and. and a pretty strong uh, white stout, right. which I'm definitely gonna yeah see if I can uh, see if I can uh, track that down because it sounds really interesting. But yeah, thumbs kind of in the middle for me, like hitchhiking, lying down in the middle of the road. Mm. A recommended tactic. Um, but guys, go out. I think the message is support your local brewers. Yeah, if you're in the local. middle. If you're in the Midlands, whiz out, pick yourself up a few tins of the Birmingham Brewing Company's output and, you know, see for yourself, you know. But I'm definitely going to um, keep supporting them, um, check out what they've got coming up. And, yeah, they've got, as, as I mentioned, a couple of tins that I'd like to kind of track down um, at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be kind of uh, keeping my eyes peeled for what they're, what they're, what they're bringing out next. Um, thanks for the question. Uh, Guth, say something about Guthrie. Guthrie. Uh, Guthrie. Nah, just whisper his name, is fine. Did you not want me to whisper? Because because it was you whispered, I thought you wanted me to copy what you... That's uh, good, that's fine. What you do? Okay, so thank you, Guthrie, 1989, for your question. Uh, the next one, which I think ties in pretty well with what we're doing right now, is from Bob's, Bob's Davison. Mm-hmm. Fruit-flavoured beers, yay or nay? Oh, what do you reckon, Stu? What's your opinion on the matter? And <clears throat> has this beer tonight changed that opinion in, in any way? It, it's... <clears throat> uh, yeah, there we go. It's clear. That sounds... Um, it's it's all right. It's, yeah. it's a nice, sweet drink. Mm. Is it a nice beer? Well, it's not what I look, or it's not why do it. It is not what I would expect from a beer. Yeah, sweet's what I'm definitely getting. Like, kind of overwhelmingly sweet as I drink yep. it. Like, it's real. Aye. You know, kind of real. That that's the main flavour that I'm getting. There's definitely obviously lemon and lime flavour, but it's more just kind of this really kind of sweet, sweet hit to it. Is it because I feel like I'm losing with... teeth as as we speak? <laughs> is is the experience been heightened since we started with a bitter? Let's see. You might be right, man. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. I, I expect no. this one to be a bit more flavoursome, so I thought we'd we'd, we'd kind of uh, keep this um, for last. But you may be right, dude. I mean, like I was saying, I do like shandy. Um, mm-hmm. In particular, uh, cans cans of shandy bass. I used to drink it a lot in my youth. It's come round full circle, funnily enough, because been tucking into their bitter this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only other experience I've had, uh, which I think I mentioned on the show before, is bad memories of calling Citrus Twist back in the day. Ah, and in general, right. it's just not something I've, you know, I've really ever tried to track down and, and kind of get into. And I think availability is a big issue as well. As it's just mm-hmm. not something you run into. Um, 
most of the time when you're out and about. I mean, I had to go to three separate Tesco's to bag this one. For Jesus. Show. So that's kind of my feelings at the moment. But uh, <laughs> has this changed your mind? Um, I don't know. Still just kind of lukewarm on it, really. I think it's nice and refreshing. I think if you were really thirsty yeah. and it was hot and it was a summer's day and you that's need to absolute, the garden, uh, barbecue, you these. Oh, 100%, dude, like 100% few of these um you could definitely sink really easily but yeah um not bad at all but i just think it's for me it doesn't really compete with beer it's kind of in its own separate category you know mm-hmm. like for me it always i'd rather turn to a, to a boddington's um or something of its of its ilk than i than i would in terms of jumping on a, a copperberg fruit lager um mm-hmm. but that's that's just that's just me that's my opinion. So you can take that with a with a grain of sugar, or not. Well, this drink definitely. <laughs> uh, you you feeling very similar, Stu? Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a first for me. Mm. It's definitely like a compelling drink, but almost yeah. doesn't feel like a drink, just no. in the sense that it's, it's not even a drink. It's not even classed as a drink. Yeah, it's just like, what part of this is, is alcohol? This is lethal. Mm. But it's definitely like, next time I would probably have this is that, yeah, if it's a barbecue and yeah. we have these, I fuck it, why not? Let's have one of these at like one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I think because it I means 5% and I think I can't really taste. Aye, this, this is like a dangerous yeah, it, game it, to play. Definitely, like, definitely. Oh, I'll, I'll get a few of them. It's like drinking juice. Like, oh no! Now I'm thrown up in the mop bucket. <laughs> I'm not drinking this during a two and a half hour podcast. Uh, <laughs> I've just ruined this boy's sweet sixteen birthday party by throwing up on the barbecue grill. <laughs> How many sweet sixteens do you get invited to these that... days? I'm guessing uh, absolutely none. No, this this uh, that was actually a true story. Um, oh no! But we could we could roll past that. <laughs> Do you know what I speak about that? Well, I was, it was, it was, a, was it a 16th or an 18th? Anyway, he drank too much, threw up in the mop bucket. We all laughed. I was then given a random drink to drink. Uh, the the three random drinks that followed it were Jägermeister. Mm. And I was like, okay, fine, fuck it, I'll play along. Fourth one was just this strong, strong fucking whiskey. Ooh. And my system wasn't expecting it. <laughs> like, obviously, I was expecting, like, Jägermeister, yay, fun, horrible black liquid. And I was like, oh, whiskey. <laughs> and it was just like, eject, eject, eject. And I was like, oh, man. We were all laughing at the fucking 18-year-old for... For not handling his drink. Now I'm the one running to the bathroom to projectile vomit. <laughs> you good angel looked away. All over the mother-in-law's bathroom. <laughs> that's that's the only place to projectile vomit, and I think. All I could remember is my phone vibrating on my leg going, Oh, my taxi's arrived. <laughs> and just having to be in the taxi. Like the Joker from the Dark Knight hanging at the window. <laughs> Just get, just trying to take in as much fresh air as you can. Yeah, I know the feeling, man. We've all been there. Having to We've kick my pregnant there. wife to tell her to stop the car. I'm going to be sick. 
Well, was she was she taxi driving at the time? Was she? <laughs> she was in the passenger in the front seat. She wanted nothing to do with me at this point. Yeah, of course not. Dude. I was like, stop the car! Another pavement pizza coming up. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> good times, buddy. Good times. Um, so, so uh, for me, I think yeah, obviously, bodies is a, is a definitely a thumbs up. Cobberg, yeah, I don't know. Kind of have my mind upon it. As I say, I think it'd be, I'd definitely drink it. Um, I say, kind of barbecue, uh, you know, something uh, like a kind of garden party or something, yeah. something nice like that. But it definitely wouldn't be something that I, um, I turn to if there was, you know, options of, uh, of bitter or stout or, you know, scotch ale. So it's like, like or spit in your mouth. That's yeah. That's definitely um, <laughs> what I feel. In, in, Very wise, not dancing. Uh, <laughs> played the fifth on that one. Um, okay, right. That's. Uh, I think that's another one in the books. But before we go, you guys know what's coming up: the decider of our fate, our supreme leader, the pivoting point picker. It's the hoop of hops. Just the moments, just the kind of just the moment, moments of moment of reverence, just to kind of take it all in. Hopefully, get the page up. Stu, you wake you waking him waking him up, yeah. Come on, wheel. <laughs> Let's load. Come on, Google Here Chrome. We go. Let's manipulate the internet. <sighs> yeah, can't get how sweet it is. It's really kind of. Yeah, is it this? It, is it beer? Now. Oh, right. Can you see what I see? I can. And, and it's a spinny wheel of beer. Is glorious. So, um, yeah, we're we going to drink next week. Still got some really fantastic options on there. I can't wait. Um, really looking forward to it. So, Stu, spin that wheel. Wow. Here, Here we, we go. go. So exciting. What are we going to start off with? Oh, it's an IPA. That was ne- it was nearly brown ale then. Uh, we got an IPA. Awesome. Right, awesome. let's remove that from there. So what are we going to match with our IPA? It's I mean, IPA. already, the options are endless. Here we go. Only the wheel can decide. <gasps> yeah, we got a Scotch Ale. Fantastic. Let's make sure that the next podcast isn't two and a half hours because <laughs> <laughs> we'll be in trouble. Uh, amazing. What a fantastic combo. So we've got an IPA, yeah, we've got that's... a Scotch Ale. Awesome. A um, lot of possible um, matchups there, I think, with that mm-hmm. particular particular head-to-head. So uh, awesome. Um, tune in next week for that, guys. Um, so thank you. Thank you. You're too kind for tuning in yes what i was gonna say a tip for us no please your unbreakable attention and undying devotion is payment enough guys it's at the lager logs for all your booze needs join us over there for some fun 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 in the cold still pretty nippy (laughs) out there um yeah don't don't wear your half cut tees that's that's not time yet Wait, give give him give him a few more just yet. Give it a few more weeks, guys. Um, uh, it's over. Leave, please, before I call the police. Bon voyage, booze hounds. Say goodbye, Stu. Goodbye, Stu. 
Have we nailed that exit yet? <laughs> yeah. Have we? Always <laughs> choked, then, dude. We definitely have.